Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Culture Kids XYZ. I have my friend here, Jeff Gold. He is the founder of Near Hub. Yes, he's actually in the metaverse right now. I'm so excited to share everything Jeff's been up to. I met him last year, last April. I believe it was at um, NFT San Diego. I was a speaker and we connected. I took my friend Axel Axe, who's an amazing international filmmaker from Cuba. We both met Jeff together and I've been stalking and um, obsessive and nonstop learning about Nearhub ever since. And uh, I'm, I'm bullish. I'm a fan. I'm a walking, talking billboard. Anything I can do to empower, I'm in it to win it. They're built with class, ethics, morals, and values. I just like the moves he makes, what he stands for, his interests, his ideas. So Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much. This is the first I've seen. You built us a podcast studio for She's All Over the Place. So you're actually the very first person. Well, you're the one that built it, right? Well, we built it together. Well, I I had the design. So this is a podcast studio um, in the metaverse and you built it on Nearhub and you're the founder. So tell us about Nearhub. What is Nearhub? To start, I didn't actually design it. They have an amazing team here. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> Near Hub, it's a community metaverse project built on the Near protocol. Near, I'll get into more of that later. Near Hub, basically, we started off by kind of being a portal for people to learn about the blockchain and different projects on it to have different community spaces, places where kind of like minds can gather and have meetings or get help or galleries. And then uh, since then expanded into so much more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, near they do a lot of events. I remember they had a, a big one in Lisbon last year. They have one in New York. I mean, they're they're really about the foundation and education and uh, fully funding, like really supporting, um, really backing it up with the funding, with the education. So, how has that experience been from you? And what have you learned? Some of the things that you've learned along the way in the last year and a half. Learned so much in the last year and a half. It kind of felt like five years. Yeah, it was kind of everything from starting it. And when we launched it, everything was just the synchronicity of how everything came together and the people that came together for it. It was kind of surreal. Mm -hmm. And then got a bunch of support from near itself. Uh, they helped kind of fund to, with some grants to get us started. Near as a protocol is amazing and super supportive towards the community. They're starting up the NDC, uh, which is a kind of governing body built by the community and for the community to help distribute grants. And so the kind of community will have a say on what projects get it and where it goes. And yeah, it's uh, it's been amazing. That's so cool. And speaking of community, because everything's community, if people wanted to dive in, tune in and get connected with you and your community and the near protocol community on near hub, how can people get involved? Like what's one or two actionable steps for them to be involved and yeah, just like take part and learn more. The discord is always a good spot to jump in. Uh, Twitter Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Near hub underscore online. 
Yeah, for NEAR itself, there's the governance forum, which is uh, gov.near.org. And that's kind of where most of the community things where people are looking for help with something or looking for staff or have ideas for projects or something. If someone wants to get involved, that's a great place to start and good resource for uh, knowing what's happening and what has happened. Love that. I'll uh, definitely put those in the show notes so uh, people can reference them. Very, very cool. Nice. And so right now, what are you really excited? Maybe one or two projects you're working on right now um, for 2023? We just launched an estates token. Uh, we're starting a parceled area for NearHub. And then the initial launch is through MetaYield, which is uh, kind of a crypto crowdfunding, except it's done through staking near for six months. And at the end of the six months, the people supporting the project get their initial near back plus tokens from near hub. And then near hub basically just gets the staking rewards from the six months. So it's kind of a win for everyone. And then those tokens earn there's a pool that basically gets a percentage of all future land sales go into that and then for secondary and then you can use those to purchase land which gets higher returns back on future sales. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What kind um, of land? Virtual parcels and then mm -hmm. we're building out some uh, apartments like penthouses, houses, offices, condos and then blank parcels where people can create their own experiences on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Interesting. And then uh, where can people uh, find out more about that? The Twitter is the most up to date. And then uh, exploring through Near Hub, they can kind of learn a bit more as well. Very cool. So it doesn't matter the, the smallest amount or the largest amount, somewhere in between, like every piece of currency matters collectively building this, right? So explain yeah. to us why? You know, it's not because people listening, they're like, oh, I only have X amount. It's not enough. So many people, more than half the people they are going to be like, oh, I only have this or I only have that. So it, let, let's break it down for like the artists, the newbies, you know, the struggling people who are like in between from who are maybe that aren't that sophisticated with or maybe they are sophisticated, but just don't have as, as many funds as one thinks they need to do to get a, a big return back. So explain the, the new technology and the new forms of currencies and and opportunities and how it differs from the old traditional way of investing in something. Well, with the Meta Yield program, Meta Yield, let me know if any of this uh, doesn't make sense. <laughs> Meta Yield is based off of Metapool, which is decentralized staking platform on Near Protocol. So to back up a little bit more, <laughs> staking is taking tokens and locking them up and you get a return for staking them. On near, it's generally between 9 to 11% annually. So with Metapool, it takes the stake, people can stake with there and get stake near token, ST near tokens. And then those, the funds behind it get distributed between like 70 different validators. So it helps keep the network decentralized and not excessive funding in just one validator node. And then the returns from that go into the ST near token, and then that goes up in value. So with Metapool, it's basically using that kind of principle, but just people deposit their near, and then it's locked for six months, and then they get it back. And then in exchange, there's uh, estate tokens. I mean, six months isn't a long time. And then you can have the option to like stake again if you want. 
And then does that like double down for staking um, again? Or does it start at like the beginning if you start, do you get the return and then do you stake again? Or does it build another layer of staking if you stake for another six months? Um, it's just the one six month kind of campaign. Um, there's Very I cool. think another two weeks left for that one. Oh, well, count me in. I want to stake some. That sounds really cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, I stake in the past with, uh, I still do. I keep staking it with STX. It stacks. It's a, a layer on top of Bitcoin. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I just, it was just like a simple thing. I was able to like, I, I'm a holder for life. So I was able to like stake. I'm like, okay, why not? So I'm just like, I keep like staking it, <laughs> but it, it keeps on building, which is cool. But we'd love to support yeah. you and, and try it out and do some staking and see the vibes there. You know, um, yeah, that's, no. that's really cool. It's a whole new language that we're learning too, you know? So it's great just to like communicate and talk about it. Yeah. And like someone could get involved even with like one near which is a couple dollars like between two and three dollars right now so it's like they don't need huge amounts of funds to invest like anyone can kind of get involved and see what happens and not take a huge risk or anything really and by the way um i i didn't mention it in the start of the show this is not financial advice everything we're sharing is caring and we're building and exploring but this is not financial advice it is at all we're just educating and sharing and being vulnerable on on both sides over here so just wanted to clarified that. Thank you very much. Cool. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So what are some other projects Nier has done in the past that are unique and cool? There's over a thousand projects on Nier currently. I have another one that we've launched around the same time as Nier Hub, Tamago. It's a decentralized music streaming platform. And then kind of people can get tipped in crypto and sell their tracks and mint it as an NFT and yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I put um, the first 10 podcasts of mine on Tamago. So I, you know, I need to, I haven't like scaled or been more interactive with it. But what are ways talent can, you know, put their music or their podcasts and then make it interactive with people to scale and build community? What are, what are some like mentor advice and examples of taking action on that to be able to how to utilize the tools? Yeah, well, for Tamago, it's free for artists to use. And we don't have any limits to the amount of tracks or upload size. Well, it's like over a gig per file upload. So, yeah, it should be good for just about anything. And, uh, yeah, if they want to mint the track as an NFT or sell it, they just have to attach a near wallet. And then uh, they basically pick what they want to sell it for, if there's any royalty splits. And uh, anytime there's a transaction, it'll instantly be deposited to them. We basically started Tamago just because Clarion North, he's the co-founder of that with myself. We were kind of just like prior to development, both DJs and producers. And uh, yeah, it was kind of we were talking about the music industry and a lot of the deficiencies kind of with the way it's currently run and kind of wanted to build a platform where the artists are in control. They don't have to wait months for royalties to be paid out. Everything just happens instantly with transparency. They don't need to hire a publicist or publisher to go and try and track down what they're supposed to be paid. It just happens with the numbers that they gave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I just had Webstock on the podcast too, and they were talking about decentralization, monetizing music, and and really shape shifting. So it seems like music NFTs are like really popping and a way to spearhead in a whole new way, um, really diversifying and and changing the way we consume music. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. And then so when people have their music on Tamago, their podcast even, then we can now incorporate like this podcast studio that was built on in Near Hub, you know, the the podcast studio, people can perform live shows, but then also stream it in the metaverse. So do you want to um, talk about those kind of things? Because when we were chatting, you had the brilliant idea for like a cinematographer, right? So like a filmmaker, how they could have like a, a new job in the metaverse, being able to uh, operate the camera and do the zoom ins and zoom out in, in a lifetime kind of thing. Obviously, it can be done in post, but not obviously. But I was thinking for, you know, for me as a boutique person, it's good to have it in post um, instead of relying on a, a real time human being, you know, me and the podcasters meeting if something needs to move or what if someone needs to cancel. It's just less of a, a production yeah. and a headache, right? But you were saying, let's say there's like a Warner Brothers, I'm saying Warner Brothers, or uh, an independent, you know, production company, and they have a, you know, 50 to 100 people that they're working with on a production, they could have something built in the metaverse and then actually have the camera operator like moving the camera around. It gives new employment. So I thought that yeah. was really innovative and so cool. And I've told my friends about it since you told me about it. And they're like, oh, wow. You know, it's a quick, easy way to animate stuff because mm -hmm. it just automatically happens when you move. <laughs> yeah. So what are some other innovative ideas and tools and way people can create music, films and with the tools that you've built? Um, we've built in that we can do uh, live high def uh, like 4k 360 streams so like can stream in a 360 event in 4k live so you can kind of bring a like a bubble of the real world into the metaverse and then people can kind of go around that and like when they move to the edge it's kind of like zooming in so you can kind of like go and see different parts of what's happening we built in uh, some theaters uh like the podcast studio as well classrooms we're actually working with a college in Canada at the moment. Uh, done conventions. We, for one of them, we uh, rebuilt the LA Convention Center. Um, wow, that's so cool! Yeah, can uh, kind of do anything in here. <laughs> like, yeah, anything you can do in the real world, plus stuff that you can't because of physics. <laughs> I mean, for anyone who's tuning into the video, I mean, you can see there's three screens right here. It's like Grecian columns, the decor is very Chanel, and here we go. We took the NFTs I own, non-fungible tokens, digital assets, some of my faves. There's Gorilla Gang. We took some of my faves and we put them around the metaverse. And then we have a screen here for sponsors. When someone's sponsoring the show, we're featuring someone that can be playing while we're having a conversation, there could be, you know, someone, the guests like Jeff in the in the screen and I can be in the other screen and there can be guests that come in by one simple click of an email, right? They can just like put their yeah. email in and have a lifetime access to my podcast studio. Yeah, well, you can even just click in and they don't have, there's anonymous login or people can sign in with the near wallet love that and it gives people options just by being able to click and then it doesn't only have to be like a podcast studio like i can screen music videos here i can screen you know Film culture previews. kids here so, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, love that. Yeah, maybe maybe the one on the right, we, we make the screen just a bit bigger in case we're going to be screening comedy shows and movies, which I think we should. Yeah, maybe we make uh, the right screen just a bit bigger and maybe the left screen a bit bigger as well. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, we, we can see because uh, like my face will be in one of those screens too because we'll have the replay back on the YouTube. Do you think the sponsor should be, do you think that the left screen should be bigger, the right screen should be bigger and the guest should be on the left and right and then maybe the sponsor in the middle? Yeah, I could maybe do left and right so that it's kind of behind each person and then so the guest is kind of here and then the host can be on this screen and then this one could be for whatever's being presented yeah i i i like it where if the the two because the middle screen's the biggest right so i think yeah or i don't know it could be good for it's like like left and right where you're at now and then the then the host me on the right and then the sponsor in the middle or whatever nft or project we're showing or the thing about the guests right yeah. or i kind of like it guest and host screen by screen and then maybe just the sponsor or the the thing to the left so it's not actually right in the center i mean but we could play with that that's the, that's yeah. the cool thing about yeah and can all switch it around each time too and Wow. with different versions and guests can come in and sit in these studios right here those seats the like movie yeah. theater seats super chic oh my god well done i have the flyest studio in the metaverse as of right now as of today i have the flyest studio I, I need to do a twitter post about it immediately yeah this is so cool i'm so grateful thank you thank you so much it's so beautiful oh pleasure yeah it turned yeah. out really good really nice really really sharp super classy Classic and classy. Yeah. 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 Love it. How easy is it to interchange like NFTs if people want to swap things in and out? Yeah, it depends on how we build each room. But yeah, it can be as simple as just kind of dragging it off and throwing a new one up. And then Very it can cool. kind of have room permissions so that only the... Uh, owner of the room can change it. All right, let's put you back on the middle. I actually like you back on the middle. Aesthetically for my eyes, it's better. Yeah, it's the sponsor on the left or whatever we're displaying, but you're in the center. That's where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, very cool. And then shout out to our friends, uh, Metaverse Radio. Uh, you built a Metaverse Radio. You built them, yeah. uh, the devs and the team. Shout out to the devs. You want to chat about uh, what the team built for them? Similar to this, uh, have a studio that plays Metaverse Radio streaming in all the time and then has some sofas kind of set up for AMA, kind of fireside chat kind of feel, and then kind of like the studio audience as well. Very cool. And then I teamed up with them and you for uh, Women Empowerment Month. We're going to be streaming last season of She's All Over the Place podcast, the Women Empowerment Series. They're going to stream it in the metaverse powered by Nearhub the whole entire season with all the amazing NFT artists and female international artists and communities from around the world. So it's going to be streaming nonstop uh, all of March, which is which is really exciting. So I'm, I'm excited about uh, teaming up with the both of you and the collaboration. Thank you. Oh, pleasure. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yay. Yay, definitely. Yeah, I had no idea. They did like this massive press release the other day. And then I looked on my Twitter yesterday and Miami NFT Week... They um, did this flyer um, saying that they're partnering up with me, women in tech, for 
International Women's Month, right? To uh, stream the podcast in um, the metaverse through Metaverse Radio. So I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Being founders, being builders, being creators, and just putting, leaning into each other, you know, and like just saying, hey, I need this, or this is what's going on. And really just leaning in because we're like the ones that get to communicate because we're building these new foundational tools that will be what the masses utilize in the near future. So it's an honor to like know you and create with you and work with you and thank you for your kindness and just listening and, you know, being such a great person. I really appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a fun journey. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. So any other things you want to share about uh, Near Hub with us? So much, but uh, yeah, we have some really cool AI tools that we're working on some text to 3D model generators. Uh, We have a text to image one and then working on creating some kind of AI support bots to help people if they have any questions or issues or anything like that in EarHub. That's been a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. I want to utilize those AI tools more. I I love it. I've been writing uh, AI poetry, which has been super cool. Would love to try writing some AI poetry with your tools that you've built. Definitely. Yeah. Tell us more about the AI. Like what's going on there? We started uh, back in July. We had a NFT uh, text to image generator and then have been kind of working on a few different projects for the last little bit. And then now a lot of the tools are just getting more accessible and some stuff that was like, oh, I wish it would do this. Someone's released it already and there's tons of amazing open source communities and stuff going on. The innovation in it is pretty mind blowing. Yeah. And the speed that it's accelerating and yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's so neat. Congratulations. So just you birthing out of um, being a DJ, a producer, musician yourself, you and your partner had the idea, let's build these tools you were mentioning. And, and that's when, how you came up with. That was Tamago near Hub. Oh. We were uh, working on a NFT card game and then uh, came across the platform that we were using for this. And we were going to initially use it into the card game and, uh, just through kind of playing with it, realized that it was capable of so much more and then wanted to use it to kind of bring everyone together. And it was kind Mm -hmm. of around the same time Facebook was pushing a lot of their metaverse stuff. And yeah, we just kind of wanted to do a metaverse that was privacy-based, not tracking everyone's facial motions and everything else. Yeah. So how come, how did you decide near protocol? Because there's the Tezos community, Solana, Ethereum, there's Bitcoin, so Avalanche. Like, how did you decide near protocol? Was originally working more kind of EVM solidity, kind of more kind of polygon Ethereum and uh, was doing some different hackathons and through one of them came across near and just started diving deeper into it. And it just, in my opinion, is better tech. It's easier for to develop on. It's more secure. It's written on more established languages that don't have to change every few months. It's carbon neutral. Gas fees are like a fraction of a penny. It takes like three seconds for finality. It's a sharded network community behind it's amazing. And uh, yeah, massive list more, but... Yeah. yeah. Vibes. <laughs> Vibes. I feel that. I'm all about like ethics and long term, like good people, solid, like deep education. And through you, I was actually learning more about Near Protocol. So thank you for sharing that. And I feel that same thing about Bitcoin, how the Bitcoin community is. I feel with the ethics, the people who are building, they just seem like... <laughs> 
good people, like well-educated, more long-term, just like, just in a really different league, you know? It's wild how I'm a I'm an empath, so I can like feel and sense out these aesthetics, right? Some people don't, but Ethereum's like edgy, it's cool, like it has its own, obviously, tech and things going on, but, and it is obviously massive, but I just feel like, tell me if I'm right or wrong, maybe near protocol, it must be just as massive, right? Is it how how is the how is near protocol? I don't want to compare because there's comparisons of death threat. But what are some similarities and differences in, in growth timelines? I'm a cross country runner. So I see things that's like short term, medium term, long term. So how do you think the strategy where near protocol is where they were from when you found out about them, where they are and the trajectory of the where they're growing to? When I found out about them, there is a few hundred thousand wallets that chain was live for about six, seven months or so. That was uh, about a year and three quarters ago. Now, last I heard, it's over 20 million wallets. Um, Before Luna and FTX and everything, it was a top 15 token. It's kind of settled back to pre-bull runs. But there's like more than 60% of the token state. It's... They have a much more community long-term goal. They want to onboard a billion users and they're creating tools to make it easy to do so. Like people don't have to use MetaMask to interact with the blockchain. They can just use a web wallet that's kind of similar to using PayPal or anything else. And just the fact that it runs on WebAssembly, so developers can basically write in whatever language they're comfortable with, add little dependencies for to read and write to store on chain, and then save it as a WASM file, and it just runs. They don't have to sit here and learn a whole new language and start over, and they can just do what they know. Yeah. Wow. Great. Very cool. Okay. As we hone in, where are like one or two resources that you go to for like blockchain, Web3, tech news? Coin Bureau. I watch him a lot. On which platform? YouTube. Mm-hmm. A lot of just kind of staying on top of things in different discords of projects that interest me. So just kind of follow along. So not like a clean, organized way to be like, Go look there because it's scattered through a bunch of disorganized servers. But if you want the cut newer info, kind of have to dig a little bit. For near projects, awesomenear.com is really good. They kind of have a repository of different projects, links, what they do, all sorts of info on them. Nearhub.club, they want to go and explore there. Yeah, and Tamago is tamastream.io. Last but not least, one or two or three, however many you want to spew out, wallet hygiene, safety tips for newbies, or just, you know, don't do this, do this, make sure you always do this, always double check this, Never, don't do that. Like, what are like no things that Jeff Gold just won't ever do? (laughs) You just won't even take the chance. Screenshot your seed phrase. (laughs) write it down somewhere safe get ideally a ledger or can also for like 20 bucks there's some uh, usb drives that have a fingerprint scanner on them so then they have like a partition drive so you can have that where you have your fingerprint so you don't have to worry if you forget the password you can store everything on there and if someone steals the drive they don't get it but that being said make a copy of that 
because if someone steals the drive, then you don't have it either. They can't get it, but you don't know it anymore. So make a copy. Yeah. Where are these uh, thumb drives at? I got some just on like Lexmar or Lexar makes some that are pretty good. I'm sure Amazon or any uh, something like that. So if people don't want to spend the $300 or whatever for a ledger, they could do that option. Yeah. That's with that, you basically have to go, it'll just have like a text file with your seed phrase. So then you can go and take the seed phrase and load your wallet. Wow. That's really interesting. I had no idea about that. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Jeff, for your time. I know you're very busy. Um, I know you have Pleasure. a DJ gig tonight. <laughs> so I'll have everything in the show notes below. Uh, any last words before we close it out? Yeah. If anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out. We're here to help. And uh, thank you for having me. It was fun. Awesome. Yay, my pleasure. And everything will be in the show notes, the the links and everything. So you can get in contact with Jeff and Near Hub directly. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, and we're actually, I mean, Jeff is so spontaneous. Oh, we, we didn't even talk about gems. I have a generative project on Near called Gems with uh, yes. an artist friend, TN, who's amazing. We'll talk about that on another show, but we're giving giveaways. So if you just go to Chinakis in the link below and look at the giveaways and you enter Near Near Hub, N-E-A-R-H-U-B. You put Near Hub in the subject and you tell us one thing that you learned, that you shared this with at least one person. We're doing giveaways. It doesn't matter if you listen to this episode a year from now. We're doing giveaways, not just a one episode. And so we'll circle back around. Maybe we could do a collaboration of some sort with Near Hub and we could do a giveaway for a winner here. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. Yeah, we could definitely do that. Be happy to. Okay, cool. So we'll do some we'll do some giveaways. So tune in, share this with at least one person, uh, tag near on all the social media platforms, tag me and just write in the subject and uh, the giveaway, contact me and maybe you could be that winner. You could receive maybe a free NFT and other things, maybe some staking options with near. We'll talk more. But again, this is not financial advice. It's sharing and caring, growing together one step at a time. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out.